Well, the Robert Redford-founded Sundance Film Festival is one of the biggest annual film events in the world. Behind the scenes, the Sundance Institute is also a key supporter of independent filmmakers through their programmes and fellowships. Earlier this week, New Zealand's Libby Hakaraya was announced as the recipient of this year's Merata Mita Fellowship. It's a programme aimed at supporting Indigenous women artists striving to direct their first feature film. Libby's got over 30 years of experience as a director, writer and producer. And in 2014, she led the establishment of the esteemed Māori Land Film Festival. Libby joins me now. Hello. Kia ora, Jesse. Kia ora. Kia ora and congratulations. Oh, thank you, Jesse. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've arrived back in Whanganui Atara on a stunning day. It was so nice to touch down at the airport just a while back and see all the surfers at Lyle Bay just like just pumping. It was <laughs> such a nice feeling. Oh, wicked, <laughs> wicked. Hey, yeah. well, tell me about this um, fellowship, how you found out that you'd won it and what the whole experience has been like. Right. Well, look, um, it's one of those things you have to keep a secret for like, I think it was two and a half months, which was really excruciating. But yeah. It was the last, yeah. It was the last day of um, shoot on a um, a local production called Corker, which is Kath Akuhata Brown's um, directorial debut. And we were in um, Tiaroa on the East Cape. Like you can't kind of get too much further on the East yeah, Cape. And yeah, yeah. I just happened to, yeah, I just happened to be sitting sitting in this uh, incredibly beautiful carved marae called Hinerupe, and. Um, to do this Zoom link with uh, with Sundance. And they said they just wanted to ask me a few questions about, you know, how things were and what I was up to and all that sort of stuff. And um, we sort of did that. And then they said, we'd just like to invite you to be the Meta to Meta um, fellow uh, for Sundance for this year. And I just about, you know, for 2024. And I, honestly, it was just so emotional because that particular marae um, for, the, for Ngāti Parau, but for the East Cape, um, all the stories that have been told in that fuddy, it's a women's fuddy. Um, just, I, I, co- I couldn't quite put it into words, Jesse, but I had a little tear. I had to yeah. say I teared up. Had to totally cry. appropriate, right? <laughs> appropriate place to be when you got yeah. the news. Exactly, exactly. And then I had to keep it quiet and Sundance flew us over to to um, oh, to receive cool. the award as part of the Sundance Film Festival. And it was snowing, like it snowed, you know, the whole, the whole of the seven days we were there. And so, you know, like being Kiwis, we're so... I mean, we just, we can't help ourselves, you know, it was biffing snowballs and, <laughs> you know, dipping down the snow streets and, you know, and actually meeting a lot of um, Māori and other Kiwi, which was wonderful. Yeah. And the, and, and <laughs> yeah. even cooler, the fellowship is named for Merata Mita, who a lot of people will know as a, as a pioneering New Zealand filmmaker, Manawahine. Um, what do you make of that? And what was the connection from that uh, fellowship in New Zealand? Yeah, well, so um, Medita had, you know, for many, many, many years, and, and a lot of people um, probably didn't know this, but, you know, she she is, she remains the first Māori woman uh, to solely um, to solely helm or direct a feature film. And um, since then, there have been two other Māori women uh, in Ainsley Gardner and um, Bri Grace Smith, but who were also recipients of this fellowship some years ago. But um, just sort of going back to it, when she passed away, um, it really came to the fore that, you know, a lot of people didn't realise just how much work she'd done overseas and was doing overseas to really push Indigenous um, filmmakers, especially women. So whether it was in Hawaii or whether it was in um, with Native Canadian or Native Americans, she had a lot to do with the, the Sundance labs, you know. So these are the labs that um, the likes of Taika and 
and uh, others have come through. Yeah. And so Merita was a real driving force of that stuff for over 20 years. So she worked offshore a lot. And, you know, she was the person out there waving the flag, if you like, for independent Indigenous voices. Um, and she, you know, she was great friends with uh, people like Robert Redford in terms of, you know, Merita's voice and in, 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 in saying to people, you know, when the establishment said, well, you know, we could think about that, she was insistent. She was insistent. She was a clarion call, really. Um, that, you know, there needed to be space and space for diverse voices and space for, you know, the storytellers um, and especially in the Indigenous world that had, you know, been telling stories for a very, very long time um, but hadn't had the opportunities to actually do this, you know, in front of, uh, you know, on camera or with cameras or, you know, in many, many places. So it's because of Medita that we're now seeing, you know, this emergence of um, such incredible storytellers. And, you know, I think about like when we were over there, um, Lily Gladstone, who made a film, yeah. a, an actor in a film called Fancy Dance, which is an amazing film. You know, she's also the lead and, um, you know, she's a she's a, a Native American. She She's also the lead in um, Colors of the Flower Moon. Well, she just got um, you know, she's the first Indigenous woman ever to be nominated for an Oscar. That came out yesterday. So, Wicked. you know, but these films are just the storytelling, the level of, you know, the level of quality storytelling that's coming out of the Indigenous world. I know I say this all the time, GC, but it's true. And like <laughs> at the um, Native Forum, when they, you know, gave the award to me, they also acknowledged another uh, Native American woman um, for her work. And she's, you know, she's a writer and director up, up and coming on a lot of really amazing American drama that's, you know, equally as, uh, mm -hmm. as recognized now. So it's, um, it's a really exciting time, but it is also a full circle, I think, a real full circle, because, you know, I, I'm humbled by it, but I also acknowledge that, you know, um, I listened to an interview that I did with Meditor for National Radio in 1996, and it was the 100-year centennial of um, New Zealand film, and she you know, I hear myself talking to you now, Jesse, and saying pretty much the same thing. Huh. <laughs> and that was 1996. So, yeah. you know, we seem to be, you know, saying the same thing. But um, I think people are starting to see, uh, you know, just what we mean by totally. um, and, and, being and, able to our stories. And Māori Land has been a big part of that and also the connections that Māori Land, the film festival, has, um, has made with other Indigenous film festivals and filmmakers and the mainstream film industry. It's, it's. I'm so glad that you've been honoured for that and, as I said, this program's aimed at supporting women artists uh, who are directing their first feature film or on the way on that journey. Tell us about Tanifa. Yes, it's the, um, the you know the worst kept secret. No, it's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> look, Tanifa, Tanifa is, our, is going to be New Zealand's first authentic Maori uh, creature feature monster film. Wow! And so we've actually been going. Yeah, so it's a full-on monster film in the in the monster genre. I mean, you couldn't call a monster film a Māori monster film anything else, really, but Tanifa. But <laughs> yeah. that's the great thing, because if I ask any New Zealander, and I said, you know, I say, um, I'm, you know, been, we've been in development on a creature feature monster film for the last, you know, three years. What do you think the name is? And they instantly just go Tanifa, and it, yeah. you know, it's 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 great. So um, yeah, Tanifa is set a thousand years ago. So we, you know, I think we all imagine what this country must have looked like when there were more birds than, you know, pretty much. I mean, the bird life was so prolific and we want to recreate that world and we want to put into that world a, a story of a young couple um, who, are, you know, it sort of plays against the tropes too, Jesse, because, you know, this idea that we were always warriors, you know, th this this couple are living in it with their people 
in a world of plenty. I mean, they don't have to fight for anything. So I, I describe the world they're living in, the high arts that they they are, you know, wearing and surrounded by as our Wakanda. You know, this is our, this is our, you know, I'm not going to say renaissance, but this is us in a, in a place that you've never seen us in terms of Māori. And the script is fantastic. Um, a young script writer, Māori script writer uh, called Ricardo uh, Geraldo, he's been writing this um we've been working with him for the last you know three and a half years and it's really exciting the the international market has um is now looking at that script or have been looking at that script and we're we're just kind of making looking at who do we want to work with because we have so much choice now you know is it going to be wholly new zealand production which would be the ideal everything uh or are we going to look to to you know south uh, korea and what they're doing up in korea we yeah, went there uh, last wow. month yeah you know and and see if we can work together on this in terms of the CGI VFX. Um, you know, there's just so, such amazing work being done. And, you know, without sort of trying to, um, you know, give Hollywood the, uh, <laughs> what is it, the bum steer, um, you know, we don't need to take that route necessarily. Mm -hmm. You know, with what Korea's doing, with what, um, you know, with what other parts of the world are doing now, you know, perhaps it's our, ch our chance to, you know, to find that audience in our own, you know, in our own uh, part of this world, you know, across the Pan-Asian Rim. I mean, you know, there's such such appetite uh, for stories that actually, you know, they across Korea, uh, across, you know, Taiwan, all the way through Singapore, Hong Kong, all of these countries, they have their monsters too. So, you know, we're, we're really excited by the, you know, how we're going to work this. And hopefully, and this is the aim of the Sundance support, is um you know we're looking to be you know in pre-production uh by the end of this year so i've got oh, some gosh. work to do jesse but um it's exciting oh, yeah it's really exciting uh so neat to connect with you libby congratulations again on the fellowship and um can't wait to see what you do next quick plug for maori land film festival that's coming up in march i think um can people be involved sure. or what's the story there Yes, so we launch our program uh, on February the sixth. Okay. We've got over two. We've got over one hundred and sixty-eight titles, and we've got um, you know that's the twentieth of March to the twenty-fourth of March, and we've got this huge delegation coming from Canada across the Indigenous world. Over two hundred guests this year. So we say this every year. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But you know, it's it's a joy to um, to you know share these films and to share you know just talk and be amongst um, filmmakers. So. That's Māori land. Be there. Kia ora, Libby. Thanks so much.